0: Welcome to Savvy Business,
1: Life Unscripted,
0: with your host, Christina Rivera,
1: where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
2: Hi, Amy Clark. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Wednesday or evening um, to discuss how people can unlock their full potential, not only in their business, as we briefly spoke about what you will hit in one area of your life often makes um, changes in other areas. I thought it was interesting. Uh, one of my friends happened to be a um, personal trainer and he says that when people come to him and they really get serious about working on their fitness or their yeah. health, it often starts making other parts of their life better. And so you're in the arena of helping people with just that. You have a new book out, uh growth point, discover your playlist for what you can do today to be even better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how did you come to creating your book and starting your own business?
1: Yeah, thank you. It's great to be with you. Um,
2: yeah, yeah you, you know, the book
1: um has been something, you know, I've I've thought about for years and, you know, in my time in in leading human resources, you know, people would say, you know, you ought to write a book about all the things you experience, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: All um, the different
1: things that we encounter or or um, work with leaders um, mm-hmm. on. But You know, as I transitioned out of a role I had for 15 years in the same company and into a different role, I I do lead HR for a nonprofit as well. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I you began to think about my vision, my purpose, um, and what it really is that lights me up. And through the 20 plus years of doing this. I've always been curious and had a deep passion for how people transform, how they grow, how they change for the better. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the contribution that they want to make. So it brought about a book that's really more um, it's, it's individual. It's thinking about your, as you mentioned, as we think about um, our work, Mm -hmm. um, business owners working in a business, Mm -hmm. it fuses with our life and who we are and So what I wanted to do is create something that helps people think about their vision um, for growth and growth from a visionary perspective, because it's um, when you think when you think of it in terms of just a very myopic, you know, narrow view, you're not sure if you're getting what you want. And so I wanted to introduce this concept Mm -hmm. and framework to help people think in a broader way about how they grow.
2: Interesting. Uh, Tell me, uh, being in the talent building or or spotting talent and then helping people reach their fullest potential in the companies you work for how important is the element of relationship because what I'm getting is in every situation you're an employee or you're a business owner and you're that central point you're the Mm -hmm. central point in there but often what makes or breaks or makes it very difficult and challenging for individuals, business owners, or employees is the element of dealing with relationships.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely key because I, and it comes down to influence. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and growth plays, plays a role in that, of course, but, you know, relationships, it, it's really, it's connecting the dots. Between who who you work with, who who benefits from what you do, Mm -hmm. Um, and having those trusted relationships gives you the opportunity to learn from them how you can be better. What are the things that you might want to work on? But how you can be of better service or mm-hmm. add value yeah. to what they're trying to achieve. And so when you have those strong relationships that way, you're able to read on that a little bit more and you're able to anticipate those things. Mm-hmm. So it's say you know, relationships in the point of really understanding where you can play a part in other success. Mm-hmm. And then relationships too, of, of, of working together in the best way possible. I mean, we all have yeah different we have preferences we have tendencies and I talk about that in my book too Mm -hmm. these these four um what I call growth point preferences and I have a music (laughs) tie to it Mm -hmm. um but you know when I think about it you have folks that are just want to be impressionist and go first because they can you have people that just love ideas and just want to go and talk and talk and talk and then Mm -hmm. Those that are just the consensus driven, you know, they want to create connection and and keep peace among a group. And then there's those that just love the structure and the stability and, you know, mm-hmm. let's let's find that. And so I have found those different, pers- you know, I, you can say personalities, tendencies, preferences mm-hmm. throughout my time and people can weave through those. But when you start to understand mm-hmm. those of others, you're able to manage across, manage up.
2: Mm-hmm. And manage
1: your team more effectively because you get a sense of what's important to them,
2: and I would even broach even further anyone listening in who's, you know, maybe not a business owner right now, but, employee it allows you to manage like what what aspects uh, do i have control over within the business i work for yes i can be add more service um because like you said you see the world in a certain manner or you have certain tendencies maybe you're the ideas person and you get frustrated that others around there just aren't taking your ideas and and maybe your boss is very structures oriented and you're like ah but i want to break the structure Yeah. yeah so, you know, there's, as you begin to work with different people and see their point of view, and if others also can begin to also look at other people on the team and say, okay, I, I, I acknowledge where you're from, but we don't yeah. just have ideas and run amok. We have right. to see how we can coexist and use all the talents of everyone. Yeah. It's, yeah,
1: it's important to just listen and get to know people you, you observe and you get to understand and see, Okay. I see that, you know, I better start with numbers with this person because if I don't start with numbers with this person, I'm going to lose them or the last thing they want to see is numbers and they just want to talk philosophically, you know, Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to be able to do that, then you would do influence more effectively and you get to know yourself and know how you need to adjust. So, yeah,
2: because you begin to see, okay, just how I see the world is not how everyone sees it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I had heard another thing recently that often business owners will hire people that match themselves not necessarily a person best for the role but oh yeah she gets me she's just like but you know do you really (laughs) want someone exactly like you there's a reason you're going out to find someone for that role because maybe you're not equipped to or maybe you don't have the time to do it Mm -hmm. but you'll need different perspectives and different ways of approaching a problem so that you can have all the well-rounded resources in order to tackle everyday situations in your business absolutely
1: and you know I've gone the motto of my career is I I hire people that are smarter than me in so many ways because you know as a leader, you're here to inspire others. even as a business owner. yeah, you're in you're working in the business and on the business, you're kind of flexing those two things. Mm-hmm. you know, but as you're growing as a founder, or CEO, or, or you know in a startup environment, you find where you need help and you need to get those specialist people to really, and when we talk about unlocking potential, unlocking potential of your business.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: you you know, so in that moment you become CEO, Mm -hmm. right? You become CEO and you welcome that expertise and, and really understand where people can play a part. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you want people thinking differently than you, you want people to challenge your thinking. That's what growth mindset is about too. You mm-hmm. seek that out because you know it's for the good of what you envision for yourself and for your business. And so those are very important traits and things to be thinking about as and a business
2: owner. Now tell me, for business owners listening, they're like, okay, I have a staff of 10 or 5. Yeah how do I begin to better unleash their fullest potential so that we could all expand this business and also make them feel part of the vision? Because it's not just me. This we're all in this. If the company Mm -hmm. succeeds, we all have a job and Hey, we all do well, but you know, I want them to feel part of this, this whole process. How how do you begin to do that as a business owner? That is key
1: in, in how you communicate a vision in a compelling way to Mm -hmm. others. And, um, and, and from a business perspective, and, and I've worked with leaders to do that, you know, it, you know, vision, when we think about it, it's you look into the future, the present day and say, OK, this is what I'm seeing. This is the impact we're going to have on the people that count in our service or our product. This is how they're going to change. This is the benefit they're going to have on other people. And so you you talk about it in that way of you know this is what I'm seeing this is the potential I see in, in us as a team
0: yeah
1: and so when you begin to do that you 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 can connect with your financial person your your operator your person your your sales revenue generator all these different um, players in your team to say. What does that mean from a business development perspective? How mm-hmm. do we talk about our purpose and why we're here and the problems we can solve? Mm-hmm. And so um, then it becomes from an individual vision perspective to say, okay, is business development. This is what I want to see happen to get mm-hmm. to the broader, right? Yeah. And they begin to connect. They begin mm-hmm. to connect what the vision is for their role and their team to the broader purpose of, of the business. And so, it's it's really conversations and opening up to say, you
2: know, saying that. Mm-hmm. How do you see business development in the future? What so are you thinking about? So, are you saying that they should ask their team that, or is this questions that the business owner should be asking? No, oh, I think it's with the team. Okay, absolutely
1: with the team, because you know, again, the business owner explaining and talking about a vision in a way that people can think about, yeah, I see, you know what, we could have impact broader than our regional area, for instance, Mm -hmm. right? Or our impact could be going from this one product to multiple products, Mm -hmm. because we see the future going that way. Mm -hmm. And, And so you're having that conversation with your team. So then they can begin to say, yeah, this is how I can play a part in this. And, you know, so stepping into the potential piece to it, though, is it's it's very difficult to untap potential if you don't understand, you know, you don't have that North Star. And so people getting that North Star for themselves and they begin to identify, Okay, you know what? I need to understand this more. I need to think about my approach to this. Mm -hmm. And so people begin to expand their view, you know, of how they can grow and develop.
2: And I think people want to feel that they're coming there and just not doing busyness that uh, I've done something at the end of the day. I know myself yeah. when I worked uh, with places um, either as an employee or even when I worked with myself, if I could feel at the end of the day, I made positive impact for my clients, the customers, mm-hmm. I-, I would feel good about the end of the day. Now tell me from your perspective, how important is it for business owners Um to first broach this with themselves, because one thing I hear from both employees I've talked to in certain corporations that, hey, they hire me, come on in. Can you help me deal with it? Talk to my employees and and help us come up with a plan to move forward. One thing I heard is a, a chasm of understanding of what need to be done to make things better from both the employees and then the C, C-suite people. Uh, they had their own idea. And then, of course, the lower staff had a completely different vision. How important is it for business owners to get clear, of course, with their own not only their own vision, but where they stand? Like what do I, how do people perceive me? Because I think often what I heard from employees is they don't care what I think. They I'm not valued. And and so maybe that's not what the, you know, CFO or controller thinks, but that's what's coming across
1: yeah well, it's the climate that business owners is creating to you know to have people think that you you know if if you if you have a perception that that's happening like you know, yeah, I'm kind of getting the sense that I'm not hearing from people all that often. I want to hear from people you know so yeah. so um I think it, it's first, um, I think it is being curious about why. so if you're not hearing from people about, Um, you as a leader, you're not getting the feedback or you're not getting the suggestions, the the voices aren't speaking, you know, Mm -hmm. about about the business. That that ought to tell you something, it's a data point. Why Mm -hmm. is that the case? And and what climate do I need to create to help make that happen, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I, you know, when I think about um, growth, so very important from a vision perspective from an individual, yes, from the business. And so as a business owner, I need to think about me. What is it that I need to be? What do I look like in the future? 10, 20 years. Mm -hmm. So when you begin to think about it is the impact I want to have, the contribution, who will will benefit and how they'll benefit. Mm -hmm. The picture becomes clear. And then you open yourself up to build awareness on the perception of you. And that can be through 360 assessments. That could be talking with people. It's the relationships you build, like we just said. Yeah. That's a big thing. And, and, and I think sometimes, you know, I've seen business leaders who are like, well, you know, no news is good news. I haven't heard anything. Well, <laughs> not necessarily,
0: <laughs> not necessarily,
1: you know, when it comes to this, you know, you, y- y- you, need to know, um, you want to, you want to know those facts before they hit the ground and then you can't do much about them. You know, you want to be able to touch it and say, Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, <absolutely. laughs> I need to, Absolutely. You know, so it's building your awareness that way and then um, being open to what are some new habits, behaviors or things that I need to form and how am I going to keep myself in check? Um, and really, if if we're asking our people to do that, we need to do the same.
2: Yeah, it makes complete sense that yeah. that makes complete sense. And one of the things I saw most beneficial from some of the businesses I worked with were yeah. community building Functions like uh, one business I recall would have once a year, a um, treasure hunt all through. the. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, it's amazing how they were able managers from every department really learn deeply about their team and their people and see how they interrelate. you know, mm-hmm. it made people people instead of you're just the accountant or you're just the yeah. salesperson. And uh, and then they went out for beers after whoever won the treasure hunt. And I was like, "This is a great idea." Another one, yeah. Another one was doing community service yes. once or twice a year, where everyone would get to pick certain community service, and then everyone spent the day. This is you know where we go out and do philanthropy for the day. Yes. and that also not only often brought um, uh, an understanding of everyone getting to know each other, but then doing something good in the world together. And so that was a great team building um, exercise. Now let's talk about toxic attitudes or or people uh, mm-hmm. that can affect the culture. Because I think that's one thing that you you got a business up and going. Most of your team is awesome, but there begins to be this person that maybe even started with you. Because you know as companies change, it's not mm-hmm. the same one that opened up its doors maybe ten years ago. It could be like a totally different animal today. And then maybe some people are not coming along and joining the new vision. And I've seen areas and times where some of those people could cause a certain toxic environment. Mm -hmm. What have you seen in that realm? And how have you helped business owners work through that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You know,
1: culture is what you tolerate. Yeah. So, um, and it's responsibility as and others to look out for those things, mm-hmm. you know, but your example that you said, especially somebody that's been with you since the beginning, you mm-hmm. know, there's a tie that's there, you know, really yeah. close knit, you know, because yeah. you were in the trenches together, getting it going. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but even, even if it's not, if it's somebody you brought in mid or later in the, in, in the timeline there, yeah. you know, um, not necessarily, you know, the most comfortable conversations, but they're important ones, they're critical ones. Mm -hmm. And, and I've really worked to get the leader to understand, okay, what could have changed? You know, let's, let's have that conversation first. When did this start? What could have changed? Mm -hmm. What could be going on? Um, Have they made you aware of something that could have shifted how they're just reacting to the world at the moment, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But, like but their personal stuff, maybe. You know, there's so many things, right? And is there additional stressors being placed on them in their work? And yeah. we need to to think about that. So it's the open conversation and 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 working with a, a business leader in particular, it's you know, they said, you know what, I just want to ask you, this is what I've noticed. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm just concerned, I want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. How, do you yeah, exactly.
0: how do you see it? Yeah, how do you
1: see it? And and you enter it in a way of being curious and empathetic too, because you just don't know what people are dealing with. Um, so you don't want to go into it assuming and it, you don't want to go into okay, yeah, no, th- this isn't good. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think we just want things and problems to be solved We're problem solvers as business owners, Yeah, but problem solving doesn't happen when you just, you know, go that way. Problem solving gets, you get to the root of what that is. And, um, listen, this is how it's been landing on people. And I know that might not be your intent, but you need to know, mm-hmm. so what's happening. And I can tell you nine times out of 10, it opens up a whole host of things that you can then figure out how to deal with. I mean, I've had one that we decided to have them get a coach, oh. one that I've coached somebody, or, um, you know, it, it was, it, it is things outside of work that's impacting people. But you've got to deal with those things because it is going to continue to creep. People see that and say, you know, and and start to, especially the emerging leaders, they see that and it's a Mm -hmm. shadow of a leader. Oh, this must be okay. They emulate who they're around. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't, it's not good for anything. Um, So, culture is what you tolerate. So, you need to nip that.
2: Well, you know, it it goes the same for your life. I mean, we all yeah. go through different stages and there is that element like uh, one company I dealt with, the person uh, that was going through this and causing, causing some turmoil with the rest of the departments and whatever, she felt she was being overused because day one, uh-huh. you've got one set of duties and then yeah. you're there 10 years, you've got way more on your yeah. plate. Yeah. And and maybe your salary or what you feel you're worth is not being valued. It, it's, it's a much bigger chat. And I think it's scary for some businesses to have that difficult talk. But the more you let it go, the more it's just going to be this big hairy monster. And yeah, if you approach it, allow it to be open and transparent. Now you can start working on it, see where they're coming from, their point of view, see what you can do. And the other thing I realized in that situation is sometimes not everyone for every season that she loved being there, but the change in the culture and the way the company went also didn't match her personality. So maybe like friends mm-hmm. in your life, a different time, different place, uh, you pass on and you, you diverge and not that with bad feelings. It's just that maybe sometimes the relationship is due to end.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, and, and, and people are meant for something else at that time. And, um, you know, I, I when I think about what has worked best, um, when leaders um, commit to and create space for really valuable conversation, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, but they're asking the right questions—questions mm-hmm. um, questions to get a pulse check. So, so what's your outlook on the next month? Knowing these things, you know, how are you seeing that? Yeah. Where do you see, you know? Um, the level of resources and, and the workflows and, and, you know, again, what's your outlook on that? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and to your point of someone feeling overused, you know, do you feel your skills are being used in a way that's lifting you and inspiring you, you know? And, and so you begin to have conversations with people about how they want to grow and what they want to see for themselves. Mm -hmm. Those things will eventually come out. And when you have those on a regular basis, Mm -hmm you hopefully get to those things before it comes to a point where somebody's just like, it's coming out in their performance or the way they interact with people. And it's just not a good place to be for anybody. And so, you know, um, as leaders, let's ask questions and and digging into those things to really uncover that sooner rather than later.
2: Yeah. Deal deal with those difficult conversations because some of the businesses I've worked with will throw money at the problem. Oh, we'll just give them more money. But you know, people, Only can take so much and it doesn't matter how much money you pile in their bank account, get to a point where it's over my head. uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a short term. It's a short term uh, fix fix for that. You're right.
2: Yeah. Well, this yeah. has been a fabulous chat. I'm hoping it will inspire all the business owners. And let's say you're an employee as well. Yeah. to Go deeper and see where can you unlock your fullest potential in the place mm-hmm. you're at and uh, have those conversations with your coworkers, with your staff, um, because we can all always grow and be better for tomorrow. Where yeah. can people find out more about you and work with you, get a copy of your book, growth point? How could they do that? Thank you. Yeah.
1: So you can um, connect with me, follow me on LinkedIn. I am um, providing a lot of content on there. Um, And then you will see in my profile, you can subscribe to newsletter. It's not spam. It's true content about leadership, things to be thinking about in your growth. Um, you can find info on my website, growthmindedleadership.com, um, where I've started a blog on there and working on an all in to move forward community that you can join. Um, that's going to be growing over time. Um, you can buy Growth Point on Amazon, so on uh, ebook and paperback.
2: Yay. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fabulous. Well, I just have to thank you again, Amy Clark, for coming to share your great, great wisdom, because one of the most difficult parts for a lot of businesses is growing talent and keeping great talent. So I know you've helped people begin to broach how they can keep the wonderful talent they have and find talent and ask those, you know, pivotal questions in themselves and in Mm -hmm. their staff. So again, thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting. No, thank you for having me. I enjoyed the conversation.